I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Uh, today, I'm here with Brian Briscoe, very special guest. Uh, Brian, thanks for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jason. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, Brian is the co-founder of Four Oaks Capital and the director of multifamily educational community, the Tribe of Titans, which I believe we're going to talk about. Um, he also has his own very uh, popular podcast, Diary of an Apartment Investor. So uh, that being said, I think, you know, another major accomplishment that, that Brian has that most people probably know that know him. He was uh, a Marine Lieutenant Colonel. Now you, you just retired, right? It, your bio says retiring soon, but it just happened, correct? I'm, I am still on the retiring soon. They, they give you a little bit of transition time okay. um, before they, you, you retire. It's, it's a, a program that not a lot of people know about, but I was able to take advantage of. So my official retirement will be August, um, but I am in Idaho Falls. I'm not working at the Pentagon. So retiring soon is accurate. I, I will be retired mid-August. Okay, well... Thank you for your service. Uh, We really appreciate it. And um, I'd love it if you can just go ahead and kind of maybe tell people your background, your story, and sort of how we got to where we are today. Yeah, so um, easy enough. I mean, so I usually start with, you know, military. I've been in the military for 20 years. And it's it's not a coincidence that, you know, I'm going to retire roughly 20 years after September 11th, you know, so... um, I was in a PhD program for math at the University of Minnesota. And, you know, when, when September 11th happened and I decided to go active duty, you know, so um, anyway, I, I liked active duty lifestyle enough that I decided to stay, stay in for, for a little bit longer. And, you know, every, every opportunity I had to, to, you know, I, I guess hit the exit ramp, you know, staying in was always the better opportunity, it seemed. So, um, you know, flash fast forward 20 years, you know, here I am now, but about three years ago, I I was moving to the Washington DC area. Um, I was going to start working at the Pentagon and I have been working at the Pentagon for the last three years. But uh, when I was moving to the Washington DC area, I realized that there was big light at the end of the tunnel and I could start seeing that light get bigger and bigger. Um, if, if anybody knows anything about the military, there's a, a, you, you can retire as soon as you hit your 20 year mark is how it works. So um, 19 years, 364 days, no retirement. You know, once you hit your 20 year mark, you know, you're all of a sudden eligible to retire. So at my 17 year mark, I was headed to the Pentagon on a three year tour and I started scratching my head thinking, man, this, this could be my last, you know, my, my last assignment. And um, I realized that I needed an exit plan. You know, I realized that I needed to, to plan or I would never get out. And um, honestly, part of the reason I stayed in is because I never planned to get out, you know? So 
when each, each one of those opportunities, each one of those gates came up for me to, you know, potentially exit, you know, since I hadn't planned on exiting, you know, staying in was, was the best choice at each point, you know, so it was kind of a product of, you know, my, my 20 year service was, was hate to say it, but kind of a product of my failure to plan for another option. But, uh, um, Anyway, by the 17 year mark, you know, three years ago, I decided I needed to uh, come up with an exit plan. And I had a handful of single family properties that I picked up along the way. Um, I'd always been fascinated with real estate and wanted to do something related to real estate. And I made the decision to go all in on, on multifamily. So, um, I mean, make a long story short, I, I did a pay to play education course, um, got a lot of value out of that. Um, Ended up putting a lot more money into, you know, a one-on-one mentorship uh, from somebody in the apartment investing industry and um, found a handful of partners and co-founded Four Oaks Capital. And right now we're sitting with, uh, we got 500 and about 500 units right now with another 144 under contract that we should close in a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, wave tops, that's, that's kind of the, the history and of what we've done. Um, but I'm in Idaho Falls now and, you know, the, the exit plan, you know, I, I succeeded in the exit plan. I succeeded with um, everything that I set out to do three years ago. And, you know, now we're able to move and live where we want to live and be able to, um, you know, sustain life and family and, and uh, keep on doing what I'd like to do, which is commercial real estate. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, that, that's, yeah. thank you for sharing the journey. And I, I think, I mean, a couple of interesting things there. One, you sort of st- started out as a as a math major, right? You said so that <laughs> I'm sure that applies mm-hmm. well to the real estate game and you know, sort of all the underwriting and, and numbers that involve. So I think maybe that set you up well to to step into that role. But I mm-hmm. I really find what you talked about is in terms of exit strategy strategy pretty compelling because. For me, one of the things, you know, sort of one of my motivations, I'm a veterinary surgeon. It's a lot of training. It's got, it's a long road, like you said, with the military and, and most people in the veterinary community, I think don't have that exit strategy. I I think we just don't, we just, it's like, what are you going to do to retire? I'm not going to retire. I'm going to keep working, whatever the, you know, whatever I need to do to, because you put all that time, effort, training into it. It's kind of hard to, to switch gears. And so I imagine, yeah you know, being faced with almost like a forced exit, you, you get that, you know, kind of that big motivation of, okay, now I got to figure something else out. So I think that yeah. it's uh, a really good point that, you know, that you bring up um, in regards to that, you know, having an exit strategy and, you know, who knows, maybe if we get those strategies in place earlier, might mm-hmm. make the transition easier. And maybe that's the take home message to this, but I guess I would say, I don't, I don't regret my path. I, I think your path is, is very commendable and noble. I, I think it's just, kind of, it's our path, right? It's just where we've gone. Yeah. And so, you know, now you're at the point of you're able to transition to full-time real estate investor. So what, what's your role uh, with Four Oaks Capital? You know, my, my role has morphed a lot over time. Um, you know, we, we have eight investment properties under our belt. Um, those two were, were ones that, uh, you know, I was the, the lead on, you know, so I was the one that was dealing with the brokers, with the lenders, with the insurance agents and everything else. 
And I mean, the first, first two properties I really carried, um, carried those over to the finish line, you know? So obviously I, I had my, my teammates in support, but, uh, we started realizing really quickly that, you know, my, my time in the Pentagon, I wasn't as flexible as I needed to be to continue doing acquisitions for the team. And I wasn't as flexible as I needed to be to do asset management. You know, those, those were the roles that I thought that I would fit in best, yeah. you know, and a lot of it had to do with just my background, you know, in, in the Marine Corps, it's been kind of leadership and management role. And, you know, prior to the Marine Corps, you know, the, like you said, the, the background of math, math does not hurt you know, when you're trying to analyze properties and, um, you know, make a pro forma and, and try to, you know, conjecture what the future is going to look like, you know, with a reasonable degree of certainty. Right. So, um, so what we, what we decided is that, uh, you know, I would take on a lot of the social media presence. I would do the podcast and, um, I would also work on the educational community that we are creating. So, uh, took a slightly different role while active duty, just because it, it's what um, what my time allowed me to do. You know, I, I could uh, take a day or two off of work, you know, conveniently and record five or six episodes of a podcast and start releasing them, you know. So um, with a little bit of creativity, I was able to, you know, just find the time that I needed to, you know, play my role in the business, you know. And so, I mean, on LinkedIn, I've, I've grown um, – you know, my, my profile, I've got almost 5,000 followers. And I mean, it's not that the followers matter, but when, when you start looking at who's investing in our properties, you know, a larger, larger percentage in every deal comes from, you know, what I've been able to do on again, you know, so the, the LinkedIn recipe has worked and, and the podcast recipe has worked, but, uh, you know, right now, the main crux of what I do is I'm building the educational community. It's it's the Tribe of Titans. Um, we're trying to, it, it'll go live July 7th. So today is, you know, it, it's a couple weeks from today. But uh, we're, we're trying to bring together experienced and aspiring investors. It's just like the podcast. You know, you bring an aspiring investor on, come up with an experienced investor and allow the aspiring investor to ask the questions that they need uh, to get to the next level. So, that's that's the the genesis of of the community, um, trying to bring people together to be able to help the investors get to the next next step and to be able to get uh, to close some deals. Um, there's also a huge educational component to it, um, networking components as well. I run a weekly networking event, you know, that's going to blend very nicely with with the Tribe of Titans, and you know, I've been doing a monthly um, webinar with some experts in the field, which, you know, we're, we're going to turn that into a twice a month thing and um, make it exclusive to the group. But, uh, you know, lots of, lots of things that are going to be in there. And, you know, I'm basically for the next, you know, six months to a year, that's going to be my, my full-time job and be able to pour my heart and soul into that, that, uh, um, that aspect, that the tribe. Yeah. So that that sounds great. I mean, I think that'll be a, a great resource for people. And that, you know, I know, uh, with your podcast, you have, you know, that, that nice sort of pairing type of episode where you've gotten experienced and a aspiring investor. I th- I, those are actually some of my favorite episodes. Um, so it, with tribe of Titans, are you, are you going to, mm-hmm. is it going to be like a one-on-one matchup or you're going to have a group of experienced investors and then bring in other people that can kind of, uh, you know, kind of pick from their, their collective experience. 
No, it's it's uh, right now. It's it's based around education. Right now, a lot of the um, a lot of the people who are in it. So right right now, I have, I have 25 people who are beta testing it for me. And out of the 25, um, quite frankly, most of them were aspiring investors on the podcast. You know, some of them have done a couple of deals. Um, some of them are, you know, still on their first deal, but, uh, I've got, I've got an array of experience in there right now. And, you know, what, what I hope to do is just leverage, leverage all the connections I've made with other operators field and be able to bring them in, you know, be able to bring them in for, um, you know, one, once a week, we're, we're going to have, you know, one live of once a week. And when I say live virtual, obviously, but, uh, where I'm bringing in some of the experienced operators and some of these experienced operators can, can start, you know, networking with some of the people. So, um, you know, we, we're going to do a, an ask me anything type thing where, you know, me and somebody else who's experienced are going to sit and, and whoever, whoever is uh, showing in can just pepper us with questions and, you know, tail networking and hopefully that, that leads to other people connecting. But, uh, I have been talking with several of the people who have been on the podcast as experienced investors um, and just seeing who's interested, who who's interested in, in, you know, lending a helping hand here and there. And there's quite a few of them that are. So, um, you know, hopefully we can, we can create it, turn it into something where um, there's, there's something for everybody there. There's something where everybody can show up. And, you know, if, if you're an experienced investor looking to expand your, you know, your, your portfolio and you know, maybe get into a new market. You can find people that are, are on the ground there. Or, you know, if you, if you're looking for an underwriter on your team and um, you know, you can find somebody that can help underwrite deals in exchange for, you know, the experience, you know, so there's, there's a lot of opportunities. Um, we'll eventually branch out into, you know, the, the coaching mentoring as well. So we, we can do that as well. But uh um, the idea is, you know, whatever we want to, we want to make somebody uh, independent as far as a syndicator, you know, make them um, get them to the point to where they can do things by themselves. But we also realize that, you know, everybody who's been successful in this business is always linked on somebody who's, who's uh, more successful. So yeah. trying to, trying to basically bridge that gap. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds like a fantastic opportunity. And it, you sort of brought up something I was curious about there when you said, um, you know, you need to, you need someone to help you with the experience and things like that. But you had mentioned your first couple of deals, you were sort of the lead sponsor, which I guess what I hear most of the time is it's sort of the opposite where you're kind of getting grouping with someone else, partnering with someone else and they're the lead yeah. sponsor. And then you kind of grow into that. So how did that, uh, I'm just curious kind of how you went that route and <laughs> sort of bucked the system. You know, I, I didn't really buck them. Um, I was in a mentorship program. I had a pay, pay to play mentor. I had somebody who was looking over my shoulder and I was partnered with three other guys, the other co-founders for Oaks Capital. And out of the four of us, we were, we were involved in three different coaching programs. And so we had mentors. We, we were indeed leaning on somebody um, but we were at the work and, and hustling. So when, when you look at the GP, one of our coaches ended up, you know, partnering with us on the deal to, to help us meet the requirements for the loan, because to get a loan, you, you have to have somebody with experience. You know, um, fortunately for our first deal, it wasn't a big deal for our still, 
you know, four of us had the net worth, we had the liquidity, we were able to put enough money into the deal um, to satisfy the bank's requirements. The only thing we were missing was experience. And like I said, we had the helping hands along the way from our, our collective mentors. Um, and there were a few times that we, you know, the four of us got on a call and brought all of our mentors on the call as well and just talked about, hey, the next step, you know, every, every time we had a problem, we'd get on the call with our mentors and, uh, and talk about it. So we very much leaned on the mentors, but, you know, I think from, from the beginning, Forest and Four Oaks Capital, we wanted to be the lead sponsors. You know, we didn't want to be, you know, somebody else's right-hand man. We all wanted to be in charge, right? So we, we had a, a slightly different mindset than them, and, and there's different ways of doing it. You know, like I said, we, we were very heavily leaning on those people with experience to make sure that we were getting into the you know, right deals, you were right markets and things like that. Um, it's just that uh, when, when you look at the, the overall, you know, GP structure, you know, we walked away with roughly 90% of the GP and our um, experience walked away with 10. So. No, that's great. I mean, I think it's, I, I like to hear that because it's, you know, it's, it's nice to see that you can do it. It can be done, right? It's, it's, I think the, mm-hmm what is sort of out there is that, oh, you'll have to, you know, kind of, like you said, be someone else's right-hand man and get in there and, and sort of just pick a small role to be with them and work your way. But uh, you're a great example of you just, if you put in the work, you know, you've had your, you have your partners and you were able to, to go ahead and take down those deals virtually by yourself. So that's, that's fantastic. Um, so I assume that if you're kind of now filling the role of the the outreach with the education and the podcast and all of that. Um, are, are you also sort of investor relations? Is that kind of, do those go hand in hand or do you have someone else handling that aspect? Uh, we have somebody else handling the investor relations, you know, so, um, you know, if you kind of look at the funnel, to, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the wide end of the funnel. And when, when people contact me, um, I hate, hate to put it this way, but I'm, I'm trying to put people into buckets, you know, so, um, on, on an average week from, from my LinkedIn activities, I probably get 50 to 80 new connection requests. And I, I try to reach out to everybody who connects with me. And if, if, if interested in learning more about how to invest in real estate, you know, I try to set up a call with them. And so end of the day, what I'm going to do is figure out how can we best help this person? You know, we have a couple of, of programs. We have our education program which is launching soon, as I mentioned, but there, there's some people who, who want to passively invest in the, with that as well. Um, so basically when, when people come in, if they want to be a lead sponsor, if they want to be a GP, um, you know, I'm, I'm essentially, you know, her, I, I'm essentially taking care of those people um, for people who want to invest um you know, we, I'll do everything I can. I'll explain how it works. You know, I can do that role too, but uh, explain how everything works. We can, we can help them understand the ins and outs of investing. Um, but, uh, you know, Brian Mallon, once, once they're in, once they're an investor, you know, Brian Mallon handles all the investor communication. Um, and, and a lot of times, you know, when, when people come through the door um, wanting to be investors, you know, we, we usually try to get them on the phone with more than one of the Four Oaks members. You know, we want them to be comfortable with the team and not just one person. So 
Um, yeah, Brian Mallon ends up doing the investor relations, and I, I'm focusing a lot more on on the education on the on the day to day side. Okay. All right, no, that makes sense. I mean, it's I think it's you know as you start out, maybe roles aren't as defined, but then as you grow as a company, I'm sure you get you know build a team around you and get you know everybody in their specific spots. So that that sounds like a perfect system. Um, well, Brian, let me, let me ask you kind of a few of the questions that I like to ask each guest. Um, and the first one is, uh, very obviously related to the name of the podcast being know your why, but, um, what, what is your why? What's your, uh, you know, what drives you? What's your motivation? You know, my, my why has always been my family and it didn't, uh, didn't become super clear until, you know, what my my last deployment, it was like 2017, not too long ago. But, uh, you know, one day I, I realized that, you know, I had missed too many birthdays. I had missed too many Christmases, Thanksgivings, you know, Fourth of July's, you know, all, all of the holidays with my family because of the, the career that I had chosen. You know, um, being in the military is not easy. And I think, you know, families suffer just as much as, as, as service mem- mem- members do, you know, if, if suffering is the right word for it. I mean, they're, they're sacrifices. Let's put it that way. Sacrifice, not suffer. Um, you know, families have to sacrifice just as much as the service members do in a lot of cases. And, you know, it was on this one deployment that I just realized, and this is part of why I created the exit plan. I, I realized that, uh, um, you know, the, the Marine Corps was keeping me from my why more often than it was helping me to achieve my why. And, and my why is I want to spend time with family, especially during the moments of life. Um, I want to be able to be there to, to serve other people. So that is my why. And that's, that's what I want to pursue. And, you know, keeping that in front of me every day has, has really helped me to, to get to where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, family for me too. I mean, it's a huge, huge motivational factor and it's just, it lets you keep going when the days aren't good. And it, it, you know, sort of now you've got the opportunity to effectively work wherever you want, you know, kind of whenever you want and spend as much time with family. So um, congratulations on that. That's, that's awesome. And, in, in you know, sort of getting to that level. Um, maybe could you share with us something about yourself that, that people don't know? Uh, I know you've got your own podcast, so probably you, you have shared a lot, but uh, whether that's a hobby or, you know, some sort of secret talent or something like that, what, what, uh, do you have something that that's hidden? Oh, something. Wow. Something that I've never shared with anybody. Wow. Um, uh, I mean, no surprise. I, I do like to travel. Um, I, I don't do it as as much as I want, but uh, I do like a lot of a lot of water activities, you know. So, you know, if I sit down and think about, you know, what I want to be doing, you know, on on a maybe not a daily basis, but uh, you know, probably my next big purchase is going to be a kayak and a stand up paddleboard. You know, a lot of lakes and, and rivers around here, but uh, um, that's the type of stuff I enjoy. I enjoy being out on the water and and doing stuff like that. Not so much in you know big boats um, like you know, the Marine Corps had me do, but, you know, more like self-propelled type stuff, you know, so. Yeah. Um, There's a big difference in scale next, there. The next several months. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> little, little difference in scale, but uh, yeah, I think the next several months you'll, you'll see me finding my, my go-to spots and, you know, maybe one morning a week and, you know, weekends, yeah. you know, out on the water somewhere. Of course, in Idaho, you can only, you know, the only, you know, 
warm enough to be in maybe two months out of the year, but uh, you know, I, I still can make that happen. Well, you'll have to invest in a wetsuit along with your stand-up paddleboard and kayak so that you can spend a little yes. more time in the water. <laughs> that way I can at least do it from May to September, you know, right. but uh, right, right. Um, freeze to yeah. death out there. <laughs> awesome. Uh, maybe, maybe some cross-country skis and snowmobiles to be on there top of the water in, you know, January and February. Right. It's just frozen water. So you'll you'll yeah. still have, I mean, it's it, still water, right? Technically a water sport. Um Yeah. How, uh, how best can people reach you? I know, and we'll put everything in the show notes and we'll get your, your podcast link and everything in there. And maybe a little bit about um, the tribe of Titans, you know, if people are interested in something like that, how, how can we kind of connect on that? So the webpage for the tribe of Titans is uh, the tribe of Titans.info. So right now, I mean, the website is up and running and, you know, you should Scroll down to the bottom. There's a place where you can input your your name, email address, and you know you'll you'll be on the the digital list. Uh, the announcement when we say we're we're going to be live. So um, right now we got the the launch date set for July seventh. Um, if people want to read me directly, LinkedIn's a great place, um, or just my email address. You know Brian Briscoe at fouroakscapital.com. And anybody interested in, in investing with us, you know, I'd push them towards the Four Oaks Capital website, fouroakscapital.com. Okay. Awesome. We'll get all that in the show notes too. It looks like we'll get that out for everybody. Um, and the final question is, what, what advice would you give to someone who maybe, maybe was in that, you know, sort of 2017 version of yourself, that position mm-hmm. as far as, you know, what, what would you tell them to do uh, to be able to achieve the level of success that you have? You know, I, I think your podcast subject is perfect. I would say start with why, you know, 100% start with your why, because many times over the last 20, 25 years, I've started with what, you know, like, like a lot of people I've made the goal to, I want to own a hundred single homes. I want to, you know, be a millionaire. I want to have X amount of passive income. And every time I've started with what, you know, when, when the going gets tough, I've just fizzled, you know, or, you know, when I deploy or get busy with work, you know, it's, it's really easy to say, well, I don't really need to have a hundred single family investment properties. Um, they start with the why and you, know, you, you, you make your why light a fire underneath you it's really going to propel you. It's really going to drive you. And I think that's the difference between, you know, Brian Briscoe in the last three years versus, you know, Brian Briscoe in the previous 20 is I'd already started with what, but it wasn't backed up with a big burning why. I love that. I love that. That's a, that's a perfect ending statement. I think uh, I obviously agree based on the name of the podcast, but yeah. I think it's for me, it's the same thing. It's just like you reach that point where, just all of a sudden it's like, why am I not, you know, it's like, why, why am I focused on a number or a, you know, some sort of, it doesn't have to necessarily be an end goal. It has to be a, a, a why are you trying to reach those goals kind of thing, I think. So yeah. that's fantastic. Listen, Brian, thank you so much. I really do appreciate having you on. Uh, it's been awesome. I think people will love hearing your story. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Appreciate your time.